good morning and um, good afternoon. Good evening. I'm always saying this because I don't know where everyone is. Um, thank you so much for tuning in back again to Bits and Bobs. Those of you who've been following me on Instagram, thank you so much for all your comments, for your, all your contributions. It's all been very enlightening and very engaging. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I'm sure you are wondering why I hammer on about self-love and self-care and self-care all the time. And it's mainly because it's something that I struggled with um, in my adult life. Um, it took me a while to kind of get back to where, to my baseline, so to say. And um, I just thought if I struggled so much, then there could be other people out there who, well, who struggled or who are struggling as much as I did. Which is why I'm always hammering on about it. It's really important. It's something that you really need to get a grasp of before you can connect with anyone or have any shot at building a healthy relationship. Um, to start off with today, I am going to play you uh, one of my favorite songs by the Gap Band called Outstanding. I play the song everywhere in my car, at home, everywhere. It just It's just my pick-me-up. And every time I listen to it, everything just becomes rosy again. I see everything in a positive light. So I'm hoping this song will have an effect on you as much as it does on me. it for you and my absolute favorite song today I'm not going to waste much of your time I am just going to go right in because like I said it's very important it's something that I want to share with you and it's something that I know will be beneficial for a whole lot of you if anybody struggled or is struggling as much as I did so um, it, I'm sure you're aware of um, the topic of conversation this time around. I've been going on about it for a while now. Um, we often speak about love languages and um, how we can tune ourselves, how we can understand our partners. I mean, I've had millions of conversations with, fam with friends and family members about the ways we want to be loved, about how we can support and love each other using frameworks for um, our relationships. And Gary Chapman came um, with a very brilliant idea of writing a book called The Five Languages, Five Love Languages. Um, and this basically details um, a way of exploring which way you prefer as an individual. You prefer to either receive or give love in a way that you, because love is not love until you understand it. So he seeks to articulate the best ways you as an individual prefer to receive and give love in the best way that you understand.
this book is very enlightening it's it's quite an eye-opener i'll put in some links on um on here to see if, if anybody wants to purchase it either as an audiobook an ebook or as a paperback um but it opened up my mind and it took me a while it's 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 only very recently that i've realized what my love language in fact is and like I said, after millions of conversations with friends and family, everybody hammers on about how they can communicate their love and how they would prefer to receive their love from the other person. It wasn't until recently um, on Twitter I saw a tweet that caught me completely off guard and changed the way I thought about these love languages altogether. I mean, it asked a very simple question. The question was, do you love yourself using your own language, your own love language? I mean, my mind was absolutely blown. The tweet was penned by Sheila Kunt and it included a poll and more than half of the 2,000 people who responded to this tweet responded with, I didn't know I could do that. And this is me to a T. It absolutely blew my mind. I had never for one second thought that I could use my own love language on myself. I realized I wasn't alone in forgetting to love myself with the same intentionality and same passion and same determination that I tried to show others. And I also realized I wasn't alone. There were so many people out there who felt exactly the same way I did, which is why I'm here right now recording this episode, hoping to share this to the world and opening up your mind, hoping as well that I will blow your mind and let you know exactly how you can use your own love language on yourself. The question, I mean, that question had me examining the ways that I care for myself and whether or not they matched up with how I expected others to best care for me and how I best cared for others. For example, I realized that words of affirmation or um, were, were very popular as a love language with a lot of people, yet it is so hard for me as an individual to give myself words of affirmation and to encourage myself and to speak beautiful things to myself. So this is why I discovered my own self, um, favorite self-language, um, sorry, love language is physical touch. I appreciate physical touch. I appreciate giving physical touch um, and um, I've just realized that subconsciously I have actually been practicing my love language, love languaging myself and I actually had no idea that I was doing that. So today this is what we're going to sort of power through and see if we can manage to pinpoint the ways that we can use our own love languages to um, to apply to ourselves and to love ourselves. Um, so this is basically a way of how we can be good to ourselves in a language that we can understand and to make sure that your mind, your body, your soul are in tandem and you are being good to yourself every day, all day, just like you are to other people. Um, so the five languages we have are words of affirmation, acts of service, Gifts, um, gifts, so receiving and giving gifts, as well as physical touch and equality time. So I am going to start with my favorite, which is physical touch, um, where you are feeling your self-love. Um, and the ways that I practice the self-love with myself and to myself is by 
moisturizing my skin. I know this sounds really odd, but if you think about it, it's actually an act of self-love. I have taken time to know what my skin needs during different seasons in the year or how I can best meet its needs and how I tweak my products and whatever it is that I use, my bathing routines, my shower routines, everything. So I'm very particular. My friends and family will let you know. They would understand exactly what I mean when I say I'm very particular about my skin. Um, I try to give it the best care I can. I moisturize it with lotions. I moisturize it with oil. And when I do it, I take my time. My shower and self-care routine is quite elongated because of this, because I spend most of my time smothering and slathering all those body lotions and oils and making sure that my skin is reacting and responding to them and really listening and observing to see how it is actually reacting to this. So every time I touch my skin, I thank God, I thank the universe for every part of my body, whichever part it is that I'm using my lotions on. I try to really be thankful and grateful for every little thing that it does for me. And that works, especially in the morning. It becomes a little routine for me. And it really perks up my mood, especially when I have to spend a long day in the hospital looking after my patients. The other ways that you can practice self-love is by stretching your muscles and having a massage. Sounds easy, isn't it? It's really good when someone touches you and, you know, they really get into it and, you know, there's really releasing all that tension and it's coming out. Um, I also release toxins. You can also release toxins by taking a warm, long, warm bath with Epsom salts and that releases stress and you can soak in the love of all those really sweet smelling oils. Um, and also giving yourself a spa treatment, facials, massages, pedicures, manicures, everything. I mean, the idea here is to know that you are worth extraordinary care. The other ways that you can actually self-love, we're going to move on. We've not just come from a physical touch and we're going to move on to words of affirmation, which was the second most popular one from the poll that I made on Instagram and also on the poll on Twitter. So um, the one way you can do that is to practice daily affirmations, positive affirmations, because we all know that our thoughts precede our emotions and our behaviors. You can also recite mantras that encourage self-compassion and bring the attention to being good to yourself. So this is, there was somewhere um, on Wonder Doodles and it's an account about self-care on Instagram. I will put their profile link on um, on here as well so you can visit it. And it said something very, 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 um, very profound. They said that every time something negative happens to you, like if you hurt your toe, you stub your toe or anything untoward happens, you know, when life throws you one of those curveballs, just say, and that's okay. And it kind of just brings everything down to a very reasonable level. So mantras like that can really help you keep things in focus and keep things in perspective because it's very easy to get lost in your head and to wallow in self-pity and just focus on the negative. I mean, it is a beautiful world out there and you just only have to always pan for that gold in that whole river of mud. 
The other way you can practice words of affirmation on yourself is just to journal your strengths and everything about you for which you're grateful. So you document everything you accomplish um, each and every day, no matter how small, document it. So when you're not feeling so good about yourself, you have something tangible that you can go back to and you can read it and you can remind yourself that you're not as bad as you think. And that is one way that I have learned really, really, really works because this is something you're writing. And once, once you write it and you read it again, it brings back all those memories of what it is that actually happened for you to feel that way or when you achieved that little goal or that little accomplishment. You can also keep yourself talk positive and, you know, try and turn down that the volume of your inner critic and choose to be your best coach and cheerleader. You can do this as well by surrounding yourself with people who only encourage you I mean it's it's difficult um it's good to have people also who tell you the truth about when you do things wrong or things that you need to correct but it always has to be communicated in a constructive manner so it's really really important that you protect your energy and you surround yourself with the good and positive people our second, our third rather, is the acts of service where you do self-love. So the other ways you can do this is to prepare healthy meals for yourself. Uh, so effort, put thought and effort into your grocery shopping. Have a shopping list that you stick to. Always buy very, very necessary things. I mean, I try as far as possible not to go food shopping when I'm hungry because I end up just buying unnecessary things and which cost me an arm and a leg. Um, you can also create an organized and clean and aesthetically pleasing home environment. I struggle with this because I work full time and between me, myself working and taking care of my daughter and also taking care of myself, it can be very difficult to um, to keep an organized and clean and um, pleasing home. But I do try my best and I'm learning ways in which in which I can you know, cut down the time that I spend on cleaning up. And this, um, one of the ways I've had to do this is to declutter. Um, and like, again, if you have been following my Instagram page, um, I focused on decluttering as a way of the means of self-care and practicing your self-love language. So if your love language is acts of service, decluttering is number one on that list. We always hold on to things that we really don't need anymore. So it is important to always follow, especially when it comes to your home and keeping it organized. It's um, to follow a sort of minimalist way of living and that will contribute positively to your well-being. Um, the other acts of service you can do is to groom yourself with love and care and this goes along with what I do with my physical touch and spending time and knowing what my body needs and does not need. Um, I know I have a friend of mine who is very particular about water, I mean when, when, when to drink water and it's, it's amazing because they know exactly when they're feeling dehydrated and when they need to top up their water intake. I can't for the life of me no, I can't feel it. I only f drink water when I feel thirsty. But when I asked them, they said it's not just about feeling thirsty, but knowing when your body is dehydrated and acting accordingly. For me, besides feeling thirsty and watching the color of my urine, I can't think of any way I can feel <laughs> that would tell me that I am possibly dehydrated. So there. So it's just being present in the moment and knowing what your body and your environment and your mind and body and soul need. Things that create positivity and create a positive aura around inside and around you. Take note of these. Take note of the people who make you feel good. 
and always ensure that you know the winning formula and you stick with it. This will differ from person to person. So this would have to be tweaked individually. There's no one size fits all for every, for anyone. Um, so depending on your character, your personality, it all depends entirely on what, what it is that you are meant to be focusing on. The other one is receiving gifts. Now this should be easy. And, you know, I was surprised because I thought maybe this would be, especially for the ladies, I thought this would be a firm favorite, but not really. It was actually the least favorite. Anyhow, never mind. When you're receiving and giving gifts, so receiving gifts, we're talking about self-love, loving yourself and love languaging yourself. So this is a way of absorbing that self-love and buying only what you love. This contributes entirely onto the creating an organized home and living environment. And obviously, if you have a, bu a bucket list, you can always make sure that you treat yourself with an experience of your bucket list. So you're ticking off everything on the bucket list one by one. Some of them are expensive. And if you have to, you need to um, budget it out and plan it or enlist the help and support of friends and family. You can also invest in your education and advance advancement, self-development, anything. If you want to pursue a higher degree, take a cooking class, an elocution class, how to be a yoga instructor. I, I want to be a hockey referee. So that's something that I'm actively working towards as soon as COVID ends. And then I can see how far I can get with that. You can learn to be anything you want. So you do your research, apply for grants and find the best way for you that fits your lifestyle. And always volunteer to learn new skills, especially if they are something that you have been wanting to learn for a long time. It's always a good idea to gift yourself with knowledge. Treat yourself also to the wisdom and perspective gained from travel. Traveling opens up your mind in ways you can never imagine. So if you have limited funds, you can consider volunteer or service work or even pulling together resources with your friends and family and traveling on the cheap. Now, last but not least, we have quality time. And this is being present with your self-love. As much as you want to spend quality time with your spouse, do you actually take time to spend quality time with yourself? So you can do this by setting aside time for daily mindfulness practices such as meditation, deep breathing, or progressive muscle relaxation. These devotions will help you connect with your highest, highest self. You also need to make time for your leisure and hobbies. Time for play and enjoyment is very important and is an important aspect of celebrating the gift of life. And you know, that's exactly what life is. Life is a gift. You are lucky. You have a right to be here. And especially if you are alive and well and healthy, you need to enjoy your life. So make time for your leisure and hobbies. I make time for swimming. I make time for anything that I enjoy doing. When I'm stressed, I find that if I do someone's Afro hair, I feel much better by the time I finish. So I always make sure that I open up myself with my services to my family and friends. They know I'm available for that when I need it, um, when I need that therapeutic session. Um, the other way you can do it, this is very, very important. And this is prioritizing sleep and exercise. These go hand in hand. You, if you exercise often, you sleep better. 
And if you sleep better, it clears your mind, it gives you clarity of mind, clarity of your brain, thinking, it makes you more creative and it just revitalizes you. It revitalizes your mental, your emotional and your physical well-being. So you're literally killing three birds with one stone. Um, Self-love as well, as far as quality time is concerned, you do not have to make sure you do not over-schedule or overbook or overcommit. This can be in your professional or personal life. Ensure that as far as possible, you're making sure that you're taking care of yourself. I was in awe of a, a fellow nurse. She has about six years under her um, six years ITU experience under her belt. And um, post the first wave of COVID, she was so overwhelmed by everything. I mean, this is something that hasn't happened in a very long time. Most people can't remember the last time we had a pandemic of this magnitude. So she was very overwhelmed by it. And we're talking about a very experienced ITU nurse here who then decided that, you know, she was feeling very overwhelmed and it was all a bit too much. And she decided to go back supernumerary so she could ease that pressure off. She knew there was a lot of pressure surrounded with uh, her having six years of experience and she would get mostly the most difficult patients. But she put herself forward and she said, can I be supernumerary just to ease that pressure off so that she could get back in touch with herself. So it's very important not to overschedule, overbook, overcommit because your life is worth more than being a garble on a wheel. Um, it's very important. I always say that it's better to underpromise and overdeliver than to overpromise and underdeliver because you're just setting up, setting up, setting yourself up for burnout and for failure. So there you have it, some of the ways that you can practice self-love. Um, I mean, it's a journey. It takes dedication, it takes devotion, and it takes practice. So you have to resolve to love yourself each and every day. And if you have to write it down and put it on a placard where you see every day, post-it notes on your mirrors, on your vision board, anywhere, you have to do that so that you can remind yourself every day and watch your best self blossom each and every time. So self-love is an exponential force. Buddha always advocated for it. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. So you need to make sure that you're taking that time out to practice your love language on yourself. Thank you so much. I would love for you to share how you practice your own self-love language on yourself. Um, you can DM me, you can send me a message, an email, anything at all i would love to hear from you and again depending on where you listen to this podcast please subscribe and always favorite it leave a review we need i need to know exactly what you think about what i say if there's anything you want me to talk about please be in touch keep in touch follow my instagram i've put all the information on there and i will be very happy to hear from you thank you and now i'm gonna leave you with the rest of my favorite song see you next time <laughs>